I'm Ryan, welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now our focus is always disciples making disciples, uh, churches planting churches, so that as many people as possible uh, can be a part of God's family. Now what do we mean when we say that? Well, every we want every person who knows God to teach someone else that they can know God. And uh, the people that know God teach other people that they can know God. And a, and a group forms, that's called a church. Uh, Jesus said, we're two or three are gathered in my name, then I'm going to go with them and I'm going to be with them. So that's why I do this. Uh, I do this to encourage us to, to hear from God every day. You know, every time we open God's Word, we always want to say, in fact, let's say this together. Say, God, would you give me the eyes to see of what it is you want me to see today, the ears to hear what you want me to hear today, and then the heart to feel what you want me to feel today so that I can be the person that you want me to be uh, in every space and in every place that I find myself today. So in that spirit, let's open up our Bibles to Acts chapter 17, starting in verse 1. It says that uh, after passing through the cities of Amphipolis and Apollonia, Paul and Silas arrived in Thessalonica. And say, as they customarily did, they went to the synagogue to speak to the Jews from the scrolls, from the Torah scrolls. For three weeks, Paul challenged them by explaining the truth and proving to them the reality of the gospel, that the Messiah had to suffer and die, then rise again from among the dead. He made it clear to them, saying, I come to announce to you that Jesus is the anointed one the Messiah. Some of the Jews were convinced so that their message, that their message was true, so they joined Paul and Silas, along with quite a few prominent women and a large number of Greeks who worship God. So here's the deal. <clears throat> God calls us to share with other people what God is doing in our life. And then God works by His Holy Spirit. God will put it on someone's heart if it's their time coming to the people. Well, how do you know it's someone's time? They respond. They say, I want that. I want to follow God. Our job isn't the results. Our job is to just share what God's doing in our life. Um, and, and that takes the pressure off. All we do, hey, this is what God's doing in my life. And you're able to share that with people. And then God will use the things that you share in your life to encourage uh, other people. And then that's how people come to know God. So... It says in verse uh, 5, But many of the Jews were motivated by bitter jealousy and formed a large mob of troublemakers, unsavory characters and street gangs to incite a riot. So, you'll have different reactions to when you share what God's doing in your life. Sometimes people like it and they respond, and other times people hate it. And uh, in this case... They disliked it so much that they incited a riot. So we don't often see riots incited uh, in person because of the property, because of people telling other people about Jesus. But you certainly see this on the internet. And, and you don't, if you share uh, what you think about what God's doing in your life online, well, that would be sort of the de facto public space, the public square for 2022 uh, when we're talking about this. And you want to be very careful uh, that you don't argue with people online. It's okay to share with God uh, what He's doing in your life, but I'm not, I don't teach online arguments. 
Uh, I think they're un. I think they're unhealthy. Uh, I think they're they're unfruitful. I haven't really found a real uh, too many examples of people yelling or screaming uh, and, and calling each other names on the internet to be very fruitful and very productive, trying to convince someone of the authentic work of God in their life. It's basically a waste of time. Uh, grow up and find a different way to express yourself rather than arguing and yelling at people on the internet. Now, having said that, we do have freedom of speech and you can share what God's doing in your life. Just leave it at that. Share a scripture, share what God's doing in your life, let God use it however he wants to use it. Sometimes you'll have favorable reactions and other times you'll have unfavorable reactions. It's just part of life. So here, they start a riot. They set out to attack. They set out to attack Jason's house, for he had welcomed the apostles into his home. So what they did was they attacked not only the message, they also attacked the messengers. They also attacked the people that knew the messengers. So they went full level threat. Now the mob went after Paul and Silas and sought to take them by force and bring them out to the people. When they couldn't find them, they took Jason instead, along with some of the brothers in his house, in his house church. So this brings up a good point. In the, in the beginning of the church, the church didn't have much in the way of resources. It didn't have real estate, it didn't have buildings, it didn't have anything. All it was was a group of people that followed God and were led by the Holy Spirit. They told other people about it. That was it. In this case, they met in some guy's house. In my opinion, this is when the church does its best. When it's loosely organized, not highly organized. When it doesn't have a lot of earthly resources, but it has a lot of heavenly resources because it prays a lot. In my study of history and my understanding of the Bible, this is really when the church does the best. This is why I teach it's best to meet in a park or a backyard or a coffee shop or at the beach or um, a mixed martial arts studio. Uh, somewhere low-key and free is where the church seems to be best. Why we complicate things so much is absolutely beyond me at this point in my life. If you follow God, keep it low-key and free and God will do miracles. He'll do amazing things beautiful things so he says here that uh, they dragged them before the city council along the way they screamed out these troublemakers have turned the world upside down have come here to our city now the reality is they hadn't turned the world upside down um, except in their head they didn't have a political revolt but they were having a spiritual revolution and a spiritual revolution changes the way that people think and when you begin to change the way people think that is the most dangerous thing in the world is when people start to think differently than they've ever thought before my friend god specializes in renewing our thinking god specializes in changing our thoughts one at a time freedom to do it. Now he says, now Jason and these guests have welcomed 
uh, them. Uh, they're traitors to Caesar, teaching that there's another king named Jesus. So now they're pulling out all the stops. They've attacked the message, attacked the messenger. Now they're actually slandering. They've, they've assaulted them physically, and now they're actually slandering them. They're actually making up lies about them, saying that there's only one king, Jesus, but not the king, Caesar. Now, what they left out was that Jesus had already ascended and gone to heaven. So when we talk about Jesus being a king, we don't talk about him being an earthly king. We talk about him being a heavenly king, being a spiritual king. So now they were, uh, for to score political points, they were engaging in slander, which unfortunately is still a thing today. Now, their angry shouts stirred up the crowds and troubled the city and all its officials. So when Paul and Silas came before the leaders of the city, they refused to let them go until Jason and his men posted it. So, what happened here? Not a whole lot. I mean, a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, uh, some false accusations, some slander, and they post bail and they're done. A lot of hype. <laughs> a lot of hype for not a lot of results. Sounds like a lot of the way people spend their time today. Lots of hype, very little results. Oh, there's a lesson in there for us. Don't waste your time on hype. Uh, hype is a day-to-day -day thing. Usually hype leads to headaches. So avoid the hype, avoid the headaches. Okay, verse 10. Now that night the believers set, sent Paul and Silas off to the city of Berea where they once again went into the synagogue, they found that the Jews of Berea were of more noble character and much more open-minded than those of Thessalonica. They were hungry to learn and eagerly to receive the word. Every day they opened the scrolls of scripture to search and examine them to verify what Paul taught them was true. So this should be happening in our life. This is why I teach the Bible, Bible on the Beach, why I'm on a several year project teach the whole Bible on the beach because I want to model what it means to take the Bible seriously uh, and to to uh, allow the whole thing to speak to us, to search in here, to make sure that, that, that God's doing uh, uh, correct teaching, We're embracing correct teaching, and, and really being the people that God wants us to be uh, in our lives. And I encourage you to do the same, to make the Bible a part of your life every single day allow God to talk to you tell you what to do that day now it says a large number of Jews became believers in Jesus along with quite a few influential Greek men and women when the news reached the Jews in Thessalonica that Paul was now in Berea preaching the word of God the troublemakers went there too and they agitated and stirred up the crowds against him well in a way this function is free marketing the most clever marketers understand that all um, that all marketing is good marketing. People are talking about you, that's good. Because in a way, uh, it's free publicity. So in a way, you can thank uh, the rioters for uh, bringing free publicity to the followers of Jesus. Now the fellow believers helped Paul slip away uh, to the coast of the Aegean Sea while Silas and Timothy remained in Berea. Now those who accompanied Paul sailed with him as far as Athens. Then Paul sent them back to Berea with instructions for Silas and Timothy to hurry up and join him. So again, early in the church, 
they were keeping it low key and free and what happened was it went everywhere they were making disciples they were teaching people to follow god these little groups of disciples were formed those are called churches very different than the way we operate today today we have we we operate very rigid uh very controlled basically not very fun and you know if you if you keep jesus in the bible life gets really fun if you keep jesus in the bible and a bunch of control and a bunch of realist and all this other stuff it really slows up the move of god and it's really not as fun and so my encouragement to you today is to keep it low-key and free and to follow god and take god with you everywhere you go he's with you today in fact i want to pray today that myself i'm here at the beach i'm sharing the lord with people as i get that surfing wherever you find yourself today say god use me to tell one other person about you that's what we do. that's how god does so as always thank you so much for for tuning in to bible on the beach today helping you grow in your relationship with God. Please text and tell someone else about it so they can follow along and hear from God every day too through Bible.